Yo, what's up? Welcome to another episode of Mostly Low Budget Movie Reviews. I am your host, Clarence. Thank you for tuning in. In today's episode, I'm checking out the latest in the Predator series called Prey. Now, this makes number seven, if I'm counting, like, all the movies with the Predator in it. Not just just about the Predator, uh, including the Alien versus Predator stuff. And after all these entries, uh, the original uh, Schwarzenegger uh, is still the best. And uh, that's not just, you know, for its time. I watched this again probably for the 10th time not too long ago, and it still holds up today. Still an excellent action movie. Um, Now, uh, this one is supposed to be a departure uh, from all the other substandard movies we've been getting in the series uh, lately. So, what's so different about this one? Uh, Well, let's get into it. What is this one about? And, and this won't, uh, this setup is kind of, you know, I got to kind of cut a lot of stuff out. So when you watch it, trust me, I'm not giving away too much. Um, now this is set up 300 years in the past and the story about a young, uh, a young tribes girl, a uh, Comanche, I believe, uh, she's desperate to prove her value to the tribe as a hunter and not be relegated to like, you know, woman's work at that time, uh, being a healer or things like that. Uh, however, her older brother overshadows her because he is like a great hunter warrior. Um, a lion attacks the village, um, or the tribe, I should say. And while they're out hunting this, this lion, uh, she realizes something else is out there because she's helping them track. Now, the rest of them don't believe her, so, you know, spoiler-free, the hunt is successful. So, she tells her brother, when they get back to the the tribe, that, you know, to get some support, but he's not buying it. So, she goes off on her own to track whatever it was that was out there, and she comes across this bear. Now, she's hiding, and suddenly the bear breaks off his attack, and gives his attention to this shimmering figure, which is the Predator. And actually, that's where I'll stop. That's pretty much it. From there, she has to figure out how to stop the Predator and protect her tribe. So what did the pros think? Well, they came in at a ridiculous 92%, more on that later, uh, with the audience at a more realistic 83%. And what did I think? Well, let's get to these positives. Now, first off, um, this felt like a reset. So the setting brings me back and gives evokes memories of the original. Uh, the original was deep in the jungle. This one has like a forest setting. So there's a lot of wooded area, uh, which is pretty much already, you know, different from you know, a lot of the, the sequels that they put out. Uh, they don't spend a whole lot of time getting bogged down with a deep story again, what I just gave you is pretty much it, which is fine because we're here to see the Predator, the star, and we want to see the hunt. And that is the strongest part of this movie. I mean, they pay that off big time. And we get to see the progression in, in the Predator when he arrives and what's going on. So the Predator is hunting everything out there. I mean, the animals, everything. If, you know, you're a Predator, he is hunting you. He goes all the way up to the the French invaders who have actually have you know guns at that time um 
and all of that fits right into what they're doing. Uh, spoiler free. I didn't get into the French invaders part, but yeah, you'll see that when you watch it. Um, there's some solid gore, uh, and you know, it's a nice body count, which, you know, I wasn't really expecting, but there's a pretty, pretty decent body count. Now, let me answer the question that I had, uh, going into this and I'll do this spoiler free. Of course, how are these tribes people going to fight, uh, the predator, which we know must have superior technology flying from, you know, wherever he's flying from. Uh, let's just say the Predator is true to the hunt and it's fair. There's a lot of hand-to-hand combat, which is, you know, obviously appropriate for this type of setting. Uh, now, um, the star, Naru, is built up to be this super skilled and crafty warrior. And, you know, she pulls it off mostly. Uh, but that's where my negatives start. That whole final sequence was just way too convenient. Uh, spoiler free, but she didn't have time to really set all that stuff up to really n- notice the nuances of the things she noticed in the moment while they're running and fighting and all this d- death and destruction is going on. She notices the most minute details. And yeah, I just didn't buy any of that. And that she figured out how to pretty much instantly understand and use this alien technology. That was, yeah, that made me roll my eyes a a bit when I saw that ending and the way they chose to to do the climax. Now, they're also super inconsistent with the Predator and how he related to people. Now, the Predator is a killing machine. Once he realizes you are a hunter or you're hunting, or you're a threat, you're fair game. And when it came to her, the Predator's actions were different. He kind of, for lack of a better way to put it, he played with his food a little bit. There are multiple opportunities to just kill her. Multiple times she showed she was a threat, and yet somehow she was allowed to live. And I get it, she's the hero, and that's fine, but... I don't like it when they just give somebody plot armor, uh, meaning, you know, we know you're the star, so there's nothing that can happen to you. We still have to feel like there's a threat. Uh, Again, for example, and I hate to keep doing this, John Wick is obviously the standard for for, uh, action movies now. Um, We know John Wick is going to live. We know this. But he's in these incredible situations, and we feel like, wow, How's he getting out of this? We don't know how he's going to get out of it. And they find a creative way to write it where it works. Here, they just gave her plot armor. They said, okay, well, all right, maybe this time we're not going to have him say this. Or we're not going to have him do this. And she's going to do... It It, it just didn't uh, make any sense. I mean, if you want her to live, just, just write it a different way. That's all. Don't just make it what you want to make it just because she's the, the star or the hero. And I got to mention this, it might not bother anyone else, but the fact that everyone spoke perfect English, uh, I mean, these are tribes people from, you know, 300 years ago. They're not run around speaking the king's English perfectly. That's, that's not what this is. And what's funny, because I said, okay, if they're going to speak English, that's what we're doing here. 
they actually still used their native tongue to describe things. So there was still uh, Comanche words and things like for the hunt. They had these words and she would give her dogs command in uh, Comanche. And I was like, well, why is she using that language here? Or why are they using certain language here? But when they're talking amongst each other, they're just walking around speaking English. It, it, it just, that just really took me out of the moment because this is a period piece. They're telling me this is a long, long time ago and them walking around just talking perfect English. It just, it, it took me out of the moment. Now, again, I get it. It's made for the American audience. No one wants to sit around and read subtitles. It doesn't bother me. Obviously, you guys know I do a lot of foreign movies on this podcast, so reading subtitles is not that big a deal to me, but I get it. But that's just something that really bothered me. It really should have been subtitled if they were going to go there with it. But I don't want to beat this one up too much. Let me bottom line this one for you. Did I enjoy it? And I'm going to say yes. I will put this one right at a 73% on the rotten scale. Now... I read some of those critic reviews, and they gave this thing way too much credit. It felt like they were grading it on a curve uh, based on the other movies in the franchise. I'm just judging and grading what they gave me here. And it had a lot of inconsistencies. Uh, The ending was way too convenient. Uh, Didn't follow its own logic that it set up. That whole speaking perfect modern English thing just didn't fit for me. But again, that's just me. But it was back to the basics of what made the original successful. Uh, just had a straightforward story, wooded area, hunter versus predator, high body count, some decent gore. They even say my dad's favorite line as a callback here. Oh, and I did like the predator design a lot. They did look like they did something different with the predator. It was really cool. Um, but is it better than the original? Not even close. Any any review you read or anyone you hear saying that, they're just flat out wrong. I don't like to say anybody's opinion is wrong, but you're welcome to your opinion, but you're just flat out wrong if you somehow think this movie is anywhere close to the original. Um, and But I would be interested to see them do another one in a different time period and like keep the settings fresh. Maybe this is the way to go. Uh, I would say this might be the second best one in the series, if I'm thinking off the top of my head right now. Uh, but, yeah, if you have this, you know, Hulu, put this one in your queue. Uh, if you like the Predator action movies, you definitely won't be disappointed to watch this at some point. Uh, and with that being said, I'm going to close it out right here. If this is your first time, don't make it your last. This has been a Pod Bean production, mostly low-budget movie reviews with Clarence up on all streaming platforms. And I most likely will be back this weekend with another movie. Uh, this time is going to be a low-budget one for sure. <laughs> uh, but yeah, thank you again for the support, and I will see you guys next time. Peace. <laughs>